Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. And uh, welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm John Norman and alongside Double Ashes winner Steve Harmison, looking back at every day of the Test Summer. Even those matches that don't feature England, like the final of the World Test Championship, which is now three or two days in. It's the two best sides in the world, India and New Zealand, going head-to-head in very English conditions. And you're listening to following on. So if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know by now, New Zealand are in a fantastic position at Stumps on day three of the World Test Championship final. They're 101 for two, so they trail India by 116 runs. Their main objective this morning was to wrap up things quickly, and they went about that in seriously impressive fashion. Tim Southey dropped from Jadeja, the only blemish on an otherwise perfect couple of sessions. First up, they got rid of Kohli without the Indian captain adding to his overnight score. And they chipped away all the way up to lunch whilst keeping the run rate down. India were 211 for seven at lunch. And then after it, Cole Jamieson took two wickets and two balls. And then Trent Bolt wrapped things up early. India bowled out for 229 before Latham and Conway, yep, him again, put on a half-century opening wicket stand. India, well, they kept plugging away. The conditions were still more than favourable for fast bowling. Uh, and they removed Conway just before stumps, uh, but not before he'd gone on to hit another half century. But with New Zealand uh, in a, a good position, three days to go, uh, this uh, match is set up nicely. So let's get on with the chat. Story of the day. So, Harmi, uh, story of the day must be that New, New Zealand really picking up where they left off at Lords and Edgbaston. You know, they, they should have beaten England at... Uh, Lords, if not for a washout on day three, they are going to be hoping beyond all hope that the washout on day one doesn't return on day four. Uh, but as things stand, with three days to go, even if the weather gets involved, it's looking quite 
difficult to see um, a way for India to win this match. No, India need the uh, they need the clouds to steer. Simple as that. They need they need a ball dominating the bat for the next three days. Um, and if there is a washout tomorrow, even with two days to go, you're still back that there being a result either way, um, but more probable towards New Zealand. I thought you know, it was definitely New Zealand's day. You know, seventy-one for seven um, and one hundred and one for two. Uh, all in New Zealand's favour. I thought, you know, it, you could see the team that's been in the UK for six weeks and more, eight, eight weeks, wherever New Zealand's been here. And you could probably see the, the side who had just arrived, had a few nets, a little bit of a warm-up game, but um, bowlers bowled a bit too short. Batsmen chased wide ones when they were put under immense pressure by New Zealand's bowling attack. Uh, but from a result point of view, if we get a day where if we do get a washout tomorrow, and then Tuesday the the, the blue the blue sky comes, then uh, there's only one winner because if New Zealand bat for more than two sessions or a session and a half, they're going to be well beyond India. And then with this bowling attack that has been on the UK in the UK soil for the last six to eight weeks, you can only see if there's a, even if there's a 20, 30, 40 run deficit. You can see in, um, New Zealand knocking them over again relatively cheaply. So <sighs> India will be having a rain dance and hoping that we get three days of, of rain. New Zealand will be thinking, right, we need 120, 140 overs to potentially finish this test match. And that is largely down to if the bat for 50, 60 overs. You can't see India, you can't see India coming out of this uh, with anything other than a defeat. How did you... Uh... How did you see the Indian batting? Because Kohli went early and that really set the, that set the tone, didn't it? It was very, very difficult uh, for any of the batsmen to get on top of, uh, of the Kiwis. The conditions were so far in their favour. And of course, they had that, the muscle memory of playing at Lords or at Edgbaston, depending on what match they actually played on. I thought Rahane, you know, he's come into this series under a lot of pressure. He always seems to be playing under pressure, doesn't he? Even though he captained India to that famous victory against Australia at the start of the year but again he did all the hard work and then if you're only watching the highlights you'll be like what the hell was that shot not think I don't think Rahani was the only one I think Pant will be uh, in a in a similar boat um he, look I, I, it was the ball the ball was zipping around a bit Gary Stead came out last night or was an interview this morning the New Zealand coach and said we need to bowl a bit fuller. Kyle Jameson didn't bowl a ball to Virat Kohli I think yesterday with any ball hitting the, the, any part of the stumps and I think this morning I think seven balls that Kyle Jameson bowled to Virat Kohli would have hit the stumps. So that tells you he was listening to the coach listening to the bowling coach listening to the plans New Zealand needed to get the ball a little bit fuller with the assistance of the overhead to make it hard for, for India. And it did, they make it hard. But uh, like you say, you watch the highlights and you just think, what a poor shot that was. But Rahani batted really well. I thought he batted really well like, the night before with Virat Kohli to withstand some immense pressure by by the New Zealand bowling attack. I thought they were brilliant. And then Jameson got his just rewards. When you, when you look at it, the way New Zealand have bowled throughout this England's English summer so far, They've bowled large passages without reward, without luck. But then when they have got in an in-road, especially when against England, they've made, made it difficult for the batsman to come in. That's the key. When a new batsman comes out, you need to make it as difficult as you possibly can as a bowler. No freebie fours. No 
easy clips off the leg or trying to get off strike or fielders have to be in tight to make sure there's no drop and run. You know, you, you, during my time playing, the likes of Triscothic and you know, Peterson, they were, they were a master of getting one whether it was just running it down to third man or dropping it right underneath their toes and sprinting to the other end just to alleviate pressure. Yeah. Um, I thought New Zealand didn't let India have that. Pant faced 20 odd balls before he got off the mark. That's not like Rishi Pant. That's not like the Pant we've seen in, in Chennai or in Ahmedabad. Um, and he did get one four away and he thought, right, I'm in now. And you're never in in conditions like what we've had today. Even the great Virat Kohli is never in in conditions you had like today. Um, and again, Pant played a shot, which when you look at it, was a poor, poor shot, just a wide one. So the pressure was put on by New Zealand. And every time there was a ball there to hit, balance wasn't there. Timings weren't there. Decision making wasn't there. And they find themselves well behind the eight ball in this test match for me. Yeah, but saying that, when they walked off the field with their score of 217 all out, a lot of people watching on were saying, well, they, they won't be too disappointed with that. They're still well in this game. Um, but actually, the New Zealanders, the way they went about things, 101 for two. And look, if that bad light had come in one over before that, they would have been just one down. Um, yeah. And they did, again, what they did to England. They, I was listening to some of uh, TMS and uh, Jeremy Coney was saying that, look, New Zealanders are now used to bowling, uh, rather playing test cricket on very green tracks. So they are used to putting the drive away. They're used to playing the cut, the pull, uh, playing on the back foot and playing very much within the parameters of their, uh, their body, essentially. And that, again, came to the fore, just like it did against England. Yeah, 100%. And what you find is... You had bowlers who, on with a black cap on, who were prepared to put the ball in the right area, stick there, and not chase the batsman. Yeah. And you had you had bowlers with a blue cap on of India, and they the look rusty who hadn't been in these conditions for a while. And let's remember as well: not only have had New Zealand have had eight weeks here; these are conditions that New Zealand have at home. Yeah, have them at home. Oh. Your overhead conditions, clouds come in. You know that. You know that condition well, John. Family's from over there. You spent a lot of time in New Zealand. You get a windy day. You can get an overcast day. You can get a green seaman pitch. You don't get nothing like that in India. Not one day you get like that in India. You know, I think if it gets below thirty-five degrees, it's a it's a cold day for the for for the Indian bowlers. So that has to come into the equation as well. See a little bit of rustiness. They chase the batsman a little bit. Put the ball in the right area. I thought India bowled a lot of good-looking balls, really good-looking balls. We keep us cheering, slips, seeing well bowls, yeah, a lot of G in the field. But they weren't, they weren't really, they were, they were, they were decent-looking balls. And what I mean by that is, you know, it, it hit the gloves hard, went past the bat, but it wasn't going past the bat when the batsman was playing at it. The batsman was leaving it. Um, it was an easy leave. There were about half a. Um, you know, half a foot short of where they needed to be, um, and uh, there they were there were comfortable leaves, and the ball was swinging and moving. And when it's like that, you've got to give it a chance to get make the batsman play. And even if you have to, if I if I was to talk to the Indian bowlers tonight, I'd be saying to them, look, if you have to have a five four field, or you have to have an extra, you, know, you have to have you know, your mid wicket a little bit straighter, mid on and mid off straight, and bowl at the t- at this, it middle enough. More often than not, wicket. Dismissals in England or LBW 
if I'm here. LBW ball, court first, court, the weak keeper, court first slip, court second slip. In that sort of cordon, you put pressure on it's a fine nick. You get the odd false shot, but you try and you try and put pressure on by doing that. And if you have to have a straight field or you have to have protection on the leg side to bowl straight, because some bowlers won't bowl straight, they won't bowl at the stumps because they've only got three fielders on the leg side. Well, then potentially you have to, you know, a little bit more of a split field and say, right, I'm really going to have a go at the stumps. I'm going to make you play five, six balls out of six in the, in the over um, and answer questions like this. And that's what New Zealand did. That's what India didn't do. And, the New Zealand batsman Conway has been here a long, long time now. He looks, he feels he's been here for eight weeks, and he's actually been batting for eight weeks. He's hardly, <laughs> he's hardly missed a beat since uh, since he's been here. Latham looked in decent order at the top, but played a poor shot after getting some pressure. They put pressure on him, yeah. and he um, and he lent, you know, he lent the pressure with a wicket. Um, and Williamson, to be fair. Williamson looked good as well. Played yeah, underneath his nose, left the ball that needed needed to, and and put a, you know, if a bad ball came, which you know it was there, and he he put it away. So, like you mentioned before, if the if the if the, the weather had come in and over earlier, um, Conway could have still been there, and that would have been a, a massive demoralisation for for the Indian bowling attack. Um, you talk about the conditions in uh, New Zealand being similar to England on occasion. And uh, Conway plays for Wellington, I think. And boy, you, well, you won't find anywhere that's as windy as that. It is known as a windy city for a reason. And if you've ever landed at Wellington Airport in the middle of one of those storms. Anyway. <laughs> John, you struggle, it, you struggle on a flat day in solution <laughs> and mine a windy day in Wellington. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, let's talk about India because, you know, at some point uh, when in New Zealand were batting serenely, uh, I've used that word a lot with New Zealand this summer, they were batting very comfortably. There was a suggestion that maybe India have, have gone in with the wrong side. Now, remember, New Zealand, they dropped their only spinner and India brought in two. And, of course, they do have Siraj sitting on the sidelines. And now he's a, he's a batsman, he's a bowler rather that, that does swing the ball. And also he'll, he'll get the ball to move away um, rather than just in, uh, depending on if it's a right-hander or a left-hander, of course. Do you think that possibly India, in naming their t- team, what attended what actually ended up being 48 hours before the start of the game possibly missed a trick here because of course the conditions are not really suitable to spin they're much more suitable to fast bowling i think this side that that is india's best side best all-round side i think the balance of the side works the only way I'd go against what you've said there about not playing the two spinners is about Hardik Pandya. If Hardik Pandya had been there and fit and fire and ready to bowl, then I think there would have been a decision to make on which spinner you go in with. Um, and Hardik Pandya bats at number seven with Jadeja Ashwin at number eight and your three seamers. If you're saying, did they pick the right bowlers? Possibly not. Shami bowl well, I thought. He, he hit the deck. Reasonably hard. I thought he bowled better than Bumrah. Um, but you're always going to play Jasper Bumrah. I think you're always going to play Ishant Sharma in the conditions that we are in because he's he's had his experience of English conditions. He's bowled well here before. Um, so that it was whether you played Siraj over over Shami. I think Siraj would have been a handful on the surface because he's a natural pitch up and swing bowler. He's a natural wants to get the ball fuller to get the drive. Um, he is the most natural, I think, 
of the of the swing, side on action comes round his body and wants to give the ball to swing. He does have a, he's, I think he's got a great appetite for wanting to take wickets. Um, he's got a bit about him as well. He's got a bit of heart about him as well that gets in. Um, but I, again, I, I can't fault the the sixth selection of team that India had. I still think if they could get some runs on the board and come Wednesday, this this pitch will turn. It will turn. It will it will turn. There's you, you they had a close up of the pitch. There wasn't many indentations, and that for me tells me that the pitch is relatively relatively stuck together quite hard. It's there wasn't many cracks, not many indentations. I'll put it. it it, what the, was the Rose Bowl, what the, the Gius Bowl, now the Hampshire Bowl. The footholds will get deeper and deeper because of, you know the, the little bit of dampness that's coming down from the, you know, the, the conditions, the overhead conditions. But it seems as though there's no indentations, which means it's relatively hard underneath. So if we had a nice warm day, I think you'd find that this pitch will turn later in the game. The problem India have, it could be by the time the spinners would come into the game, India could be out of it by then. But I've got no no qualms on the selection. This is India's best team. You don't drop if you if you drop one of the spinners for Siraj, you've got you've got four number tens, four stroke number elevens with Ashwin or Jadeja batting at seven with this in with this New Zealand bowling attack. And remember as well, these are the best two sides in the world going head to head. The bowlers got friendly conditions and they were going to make here. If we had been in India. And a warm, nice warm day on an absolute belter. You'd, you'd think, right, how many runs can Virat and Rahani and Rohit rack up? These are different conditions. These are bowler-friendly conditions. And the bowlers that have been in the British Isles for the last eight weeks are the ones that are winning the contest because they're acclimatised, they're bowling well, no problem with the India, to India side. This is with a balance of the side against England. My worry is if England's top order don't get runs against this team, then England could be looking for a long, hard summer because this is a very, very good India side, even though I think they're probably going to lose this World Test Championship. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including... England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. 
There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Moment of the day. There were some big moments of the day. Um, Arguably the biggest of the lot was when Virat Kohli was uh, dismissed, leg before wicket for 44. Um, He'd been to 44 overnight. He didn't add to the score and it just meant New Zealand really got on top early. But uh, the moment of the day really was those two wickets and two balls following lunch. And it was a stage of the game where you thought if the likes of um, Jadeja, you know, if he could just marshal the tail a little bit, if, if India could have got 260, 270, that's a score in these conditions. But that was immediately put to bed. Ishant Sharma uh, caught behind and then Bumrah uh, dismissed in a very Bumrah fashion, but only when Bumrah's bowling. Fall, swinging, LBW, off you go. Didn't even bother reviewing it, even though they had three reviews left. Um, Cole Jamieson came into this test. He's, he's played seven test matches, a bowling average of 15. That was before he took a five in the World mm-hmm. Test Championship final. Oh, and do you know his batting average is? 47. Yes. Uh, so, it's an easy game, isn't it, test cricket? It's an said, easy game. He's had, a, um, he's had an introduction. I mean, is there anything about his game when you consider he has only bowled in New Zealand and England, is there anything about his game that you think to yourself, I'm not sure that would be quite as effective in, I don't know, Sri Lankan conditions or Indian conditions or, or whatever? Or do you think this guy is looking like he is going to be around for the next five five to ten years if uh, if injury permits? I or think fit, that's the key. I think that's the key. I think injury permits. Um, he reminds me a hell of a lot of Chris Tremlett. A hell of a lot of Chris Tremlett, the way his action is. Nice and tall. If he's, you know, Chris Tremlett struggled with, with injuries, a lot of injuries. Chris Tremlett was, he was more top heavy. Where I don't think I think certainly Chris, is now. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> is now. Big fella is now, and he, he's great for it as well. He is great for it. I played golf and been in a couple of golf trips with a big fella. <laughs> and he's a big, big lad now, he's and he's big back when he tries to hit a golf ball either, which is good to see. Um, but Jameson's a little bit more balanced from sort of top. Top to bottom, he's he's a he's a little bit more wiry. Um, I like the boy, I think. But even though, and I, I will, I'll be honest, I didn't see him playing. I really didn't see him playing. If New Zealand had picked a spinner, I didn't see him playing. Out of loyalty to to Neil Wagner, um, it would have been Wagner or Jameson. And I think the loyalty of of the way New Zealand have played their cricket, performed, and the job that asked Wagner to do, which is to to run in, not potentially go and get wickets, potentially go and get you know, runs against you and be the aggressor, I think they would have gone with Wagner because that is, that's the way New Zealand have got to the World Test Championship, playing with this balanced game, with this balanced attack game plan and having all covered, uh, bases covered and a, and a real sort of left arm battering round. But Jameson, wow, what a performance this was. The Coley wicket was brilliant. I thought it was a fantastic bit of bowling. Again, when you talk about the batting, you you seen you didn't see the 20 balls before, you just seen the poor shot. You didn't see the setup. I mentioned earlier, he bowled seven balls this morning on the stumps. Well, he didn't bowl a ball yesterday on the stumps to Virat Coley. So he's, he's, he's got Coley to a position where he's got him caught on the crease because he doesn't want to come forward, Virat. He has to come forward because his body's probably, his mind's probably telling him, I want to stay back. But because of the ball and the where it's pitching, he feels as though he has to come forward. And that for any bats, batsman is big, big trouble. And I think that's what Jameson brings with the size of he is and the, where the, the, the trajectory he's coming from and the release point in his, in his hand. 
His ability to swing the ball both ways is fantastic. And you're right, Bumrah's was... That was the moment of the day for me. It was Bumrah being out Bumrah'd by, <laughs> by Jameson. Thanks for coming. See you later. Not off one ball. Off you go. And five for... He had, what, he had five. We got... He finished with five for 31. Um, and the guy is a, is a special, special talent. He's batting... Average will come down because it, you know, naturally um, he's in his infancy of his career. But I only, I only see his body not making this kid a superstar. If his body allows, I think he's got a great future all around the world because he can make the ball move laterally. We've seen it in, in these conditions. Anybody can that can swing it both ways like that, even in subcontinent conditions. But get the ball to reverse swing. If you can get the ball to move through the air especially at the height he's at, he asks a hell of a lot of questions when it comes to the batsmen. Um, and unfortunately for India, they just weren't up to the job, they What is going to happen tomorrow? Okay, Harmy, what is going to happen on day four? Now, the weather forecast is appalling, but let's assume there is play. Um, what do you expect to happen? Well, if the weather forecast is what it is, you we are looking at on off, on off, on off. That's the case. I think that brings India back into play. I really yeah. do. I think that brings India back into play. I loved it when it was days like this when we were when we were bowling. I'd bowled all day. I remember a game. And I, I, I remember a game. I think, oh, I think it was at Birmingham where we bowled. I think we bowled sixty-five overs in the day out of one hundred and four. And I think Mean Graham Onions bowled everyone. Really? Going off, we bowled six overs, sorry, 12 overs, where we bowled six overs each, a little bit of rain. We'd go off, you know, 40 minutes, get yourself, you know, a shower and changed, come back on, your best two bowlers, off you go again. <laughs> and it happened all day. And it's literally the best two bowlers can bowl all day. Now, India, I don't think will bowl as short as what they have in today's session, what the world to, to tomorrow, they will have had a conversation with the bowling, they've had a conversation with the team. They might have been listening to a few experts that have been talking about today and where they move their, you know, the, the little little subtle change of moving forward. If they do that and they go on and off on and off, I think it's going to be more in favour of New Zealand, in favour of India, and they could get themselves back in the game. If we have a total washout, then we move on to the next day. And if we have glorious sunshine for the last two days, I'm sorry, there's only one winner in India, and that is New Zealand. Because if it does get to a point where it does become easier to bat on, all in all New Zealand have to do is get 300. If they get 300, they're bowling the round win the match. Brilliant stuff. Harmi, we'll let you go. Thanks for your time today. If you like what uh, you hear, you want a bit more, Harmi and I have got our own YouTube channel on the go. Uh, Steve Harmison, 7 for 12. So head over to that. Uh, but please review and subscribe here at the podcast following on. Uh, it's a pleasure to bring it to you. Uh, and it's available on all your podcast uh, outlets. Uh, Harmi, chat to you tomorrow, matey. Take it easy. Uh, but for now, thanks for listening to following on.
The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 